Welcome back, kiddos. Today we're going to talk about why I don't... Creepy. Do it again. (laughs) Welcome back, children. Creepier. (laughs) Keep it up. Uh... Welcome back, everybody. Today we're going to talk... Fuck. Shit. I think you're nailing it. I can't do it. We're going to cut all this out. Yeah. Give it one more. Welcome back, everybody. Shit. Welcome back, everybody. Happy to have you here. Today, we're going to revisit why Dom does not kiss his wife. We're going to ditch the women for our fan questions, and we're going to talk about Santa. This is a theme song of the podcast you're listening to. We're a couple of brand new dads, and we don't know what we should do. Be around like a kids and listen to this. Be mad like a woman when you can't tune in. Be sad if we ever stop doing this shit. Be glad it's a brand new dad podcast. Finally. We're back, baby. Oh, it's been a long week. Yes, it has. Feels good. It does. Good to see you. Good to have you. Good to see you, mon frere. How are things going in your house? Good. So is are we is, is this a datus update? Might as well give a good old datus okay. update. Um datus update. Man, it's it's been a good week. Um spending a lot of time alone with the baby. Yeah, you're having one on one time. Yeah, it's sick. Um, you know, we've got I know last week I said we had a day together, and then I came <laughs> back and said it was three hours. Uh, we doubled that. We got six hours in New on record. Saturday, and then six hours in on Sunday. So just feeling it, man. Wow. It's been really, really good. So, awesome. What's yeah. been your favorite part about uh, just being the sole parent for a little while? Um, making my own decisions on if I want to put the baby in the swing, I can put the baby in the swing, you know? Nice. Um, and not having to worry about her yelling at me about it, so... Z. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the baby loves it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's cool when you get to be uh, you know, an independent parent. Yeah. Single single parent for a little minute. My first dadder day. Yeah. It was oh, awesome. Welcome to the club. Yeah, it was sick. That's awesome. I'll yeah. have to get you a t shirt. Oh have to get everybody a t shirt. Yeah, we do. You know? Yeah. Um, that's awesome. I was thinking about some uh, single dadage that I'm going to be doing coming up because mm-hmm. when the new baby comes, I mean, as you know, for the first couple weeks, it's like all mom. Yep. You know, so Beck's going to be busy with this new kid and I'm pretty much going to be doing everything for Nora. So we're basically going to be just two single parents like living in the same house. Sweet. Yeah. It's going to be kind of, kind of cool and different. Yeah. I like that. So that'll be, that'll be sweet. Yeah. Um, as for other stuff going on, with my kid, uh, we're we're saying dad dad quite a bit um, every time uh, she sees me. Also, at a lot of other stuff that's not me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, fridges, uh, doors, um, other people, which y- you shouldn't take offense to, but I do. Okay, wow. so uh, it's personal. Watch out. <laughs> um, yeah, what else? Uh, she oh, uh, she's been crushing it with a fork and gets super pumped about it mm-hmm. and loves to do it and came out swinging. I mean, she's she's pretty good now. Uh, I mean, you know, she's still one and sucks at it, but she can use it. But she had a pretty impressive start to her fork usage. The first thing that she ever successfully stabbed and ate with a fork was a single pea. Whoa. Yeah. That's like some karate kid Exactly. Yeah. So difficulty level pretty high. Yeah. Um, and now she's, uh, using it pretty well, getting better. And she's also started singing. Whoa. Yeah. Like what kind of tunes? So 
the first thing that got me was during bath time, I was doing the like little mermaid, you know, that kind of when Ursula's stealing her voice and she's just like, sing, bitch. And then she just has to start, you know, like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Ah. So just that I was doing and she was just like beaming looking cool. at me. It was awesome. And then she just lifted her head up just like I was like open her mouth, like stuck her bottom uh, her jaw out a little bit like I was doing and just let out the little faintest, teeniest little like, ah. <laughs> it was, it just crushed me. It yeah. melted me. It was so awesome. Cool. And right uh, she's been doing it ever since. Sweet. Yeah. So big things. Big things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah pretty awesome. Yeah. That's really, really awesome. You got any new tricks? Your kid do anything yet or what? Um, I think she's recognizing me or recognizing us a bit more. It's like, uh, she'll maybe be like waking up from a nap and crying and then just snagger and she opens your eyes she looks at you and you're like she's starting to it's starting to calm her a little bit yeah. to see us oh, it's so, you yeah it's awesome that's really cool yeah. and you're just both looking at each other neither of us can control our heads you know so yep. yeah, yeah it's fun <laughs> that's awesome yeah. um and you've been able to keep up with your additions and everything as well oh of course yeah you know me walked in baby yeah i uh Drank a lot of water. I read a lot. Um, I did a lot of push-ups. I didn't do 700 push-ups. Oh, okay. I did 900 <laughs> push-ups. <laughs> Made uh, up for the 200 I missed out on last week. I'm yeah. feeling jacked. I'm feeling good. I was going to say there's no stakes over there. There's so, no stakes. Yeah. Which brings me to this thought. I do not like the idea of me succeeding in this thing mm -hmm. and us not having stake. Yeah. But, I mean, we're doing another option. Yeah, tell tell the kids what's on the so menu. So I bought pork chops tonight because we both had the chops of getting these challenges done. <laughs> I thought that was quite good. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, no, these daditions, man, I'm loving them. Me and too. I, and we've gotten listeners to get onto it too, which yep. is sweet. Yeah, they're uh, they're jumping right in. I mean, if you're yeah. a listener and you're hopping in in, you know, week five and just adopting our current regimen, yeah. I mean, kudos. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah, awesome job. So shout out, Nick. Good stuff. Yeah. So what are you thinking about doing for this next week? Well, as we've talked about, I think we should add different different categories. Mm -hmm. um, one thing that we could definitely both commit to that I think would keep the wives happy is some productivity related mm -hmm. item. Yeah, like being a good roommate type being thing. Being a good roommate. Getting a doing things around the house. Yeah. So this I'm thinking, you know, whatever. To-do list stuff for mm -hmm. both of our houses are like kind of under construction, mine way more than yours, <laughs> but um, I'm sure you have some projects. Oh yeah. So this could be a project. Yeah. Could be I got one in mind. Could be cat what do you got in mind? I'm gonna finish this week a shed that I'm building for Zara. It's her she shed. The she shed. Yeah. Um and yeah, I'm just gonna get it done. What does week. she have planned to shove in her she shed? Shovels. <laughs> <laughs> no don't lie. Yeah, garden tools and stuff. That's perfect. Yeah. I ended up tearing down a, an older shed that we had at her house, and uh, yeah, it was closer to her garden, yeah. and she got, you know, she didn't get angry, but she was like, I'm going to need another shed, so I'm building a smaller one. Yeah. It's going to look cute, so. Cool. So how should we quantify this? I mean, is this like uh, minutes spent on this thing, or is it an items thing? Like, I was what hoping you... like a job done type thing. Job done? I mean, but... we could do just one, you know, 160, 30, one. Yeah. Get one thing done around the house every day. I like that. Yep. We could do that. What are you thinking? 
I'm thinking we've earned ourselves a little recreational dedition as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I mean, all of these are productive and positive and proactive, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So I think if we add those three Ps into something that's also a hobby, it'll be it'll be great, you know? Mm -hmm. We'll get better at something that we like. Okay. What like, do you I need an example from you. Like if if we were to do something that made us better golfers. Oh. I like the sounds of this. That might be great. Where are you going with this? It's hard to do anything with a driver. Mm -hmm. It's hard to do any mid-iron work. It's pretty hard to do wedge stuff in the house, but we can putt. We can putt. So I think we putt. How I, many? I think we make. What's the number? We make putts okay. in, a, in a row. Oh. Ten um, of them every day. Ten in a row? Ten in a row from whatever set up somewhere and make ten in a row. Yeah. I don't want to do in a row because that'll take me forever. And, you know. Well, we have 90 and 80 available and 70. Yeah. Why don't you just let me get five in a row? But I got to make 10 putts total. I think you can do 10 in a row. I think you just start at like a two-foot putt. The goal is to be automatic from a distance. Mm -hmm. You know? That's how you don't three-putt. You just, if you say, I'm automatic, even if it's only inside of two feet, if you can lag that sucker inside of two feet, you know you're automatic from there. You're not going to three putt. Mm -hmm. If then you grow to three feet and four feet. So maybe we just start small. Okay. Or wherever. It just so happens I just bought a ton of AstroTurf. Perfect. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So what are you going to do? Are you going to slap it on the ground? Or are you going to build a little shelf for it? Or what are you going to do? Um... Well, that would be cool. But uh, no, I think I'm maybe just slap it on the ground. Mm -hmm. yeah, my basement is cement, so it's kind of hard to putt on that. But if I put that down over. It's flat, at least. So. It is flat. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, if I were you, I would build it up and make it sweet and then use the four and a quarter inch hole saw bit that I just got to do the same exact thing in my house to cut a perfectly sized <laughs> golf hole into it. Okay. You know? We got options. We got options. Yeah. We'll let you know next week what's going on. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think if we do something around the house and then we make some putts, something Kay. easy. Ten in a row. Ten in a row. Fine. From wherever. I'll let you guys know how that goes. I, I might mean, be how long? Steaks. How long could it take? Huh? So you, like, how would you fail? Are you gonna give up? No. Yeah. Because the rest of these don't take that long. The reading is the only one that takes long. True. The push-ups are like an accumulative two minutes yeah throughout the day as is the For water you, you know bragger <laughs> the water takes no time at all collectively yeah true you know it's all easy fine the one thing around the house is going to be the time killer it is yeah so that's why you're hoping to limit it. What are you going to do for that, by the way? Mm, I don't know. My workshop is attached to my house, so yeah. I'm going to consider that part of the house. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to finish insulating it and get it fully functional because okay. right now it's like the rest of my life. It's a chaotic shit show, <laughs> you know? Everything's cluttered, and it has a lot of cool stuff, but you can't really get anything done because uh, it's a mess. I mean, you guys did a lot of changing around in here. It looks phenomenal in oh, the in our, area. In, inside, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. We're uh, we're working towards making having four couches in your living room work. And it's working. It's not bad right now. And we added a Christmas tree. Yep. That's pretty solid, too. Mm -hmm. You guys have a tree yet? 
Yeah, we got one um, over the week. Um, it's decorated. Not crazy about it. it I don't know. I, I'm not a huge tree guy. Mm. Yeah, it's not more not of a that bush guy. I'm, yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I think uh, it's not that I'm like a Scrooge or anything. I just you know needles are getting everywhere. The cat's getting into that freaking thing. I'm not. I'm not into that. Yeah. yeah. The, the kid hasn't changed your holiday spirit at all. What does she see just, in this too, holiday? Too. <laughs> She's like, she just started recognizing me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> one step at a time here. Well, that will change. You it know, will. I yes. mean, my one year old is uh, very into certain things, mostly smashing ornaments. Mm-hmm. She's broken two already. Oh. She's basically a monster and likes to just pull them off the tree and throw them to the ground. Mm hmm. So that's been a problem. Jeez. But uh, you have that to look forward to yeah, next year. Looking forward. Can't wait. Yeah. All of these things, you know, you, you'll just, you'll get to experience them. And I keep saying it like I'm, uh, you know, I just want my daughter to be older. You know, I want her to be able to, you know, do what, what your daughter's doing. And I don't know. I think I'm going to regret saying that. You will. It's all about just being present. You know, yeah. this is like. This is maybe edging towards a philosopher segment, but it is this whole thing, this crazy life thing yeah. is just about being present, taking everything for what it is and enjoying it. Because when your daughter is running around smashing ornaments, you're going to be like, God damn it. I wish I could just set you down on the couch and know that you can't roll off or run away or hurt yourself and I can go make a grilled cheese. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I think I'm going to regret it. But you will. Yeah. And that's OK. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I'm I'm getting pretty into the Christmas spirit more Come than on. more than usual. Jeez, oh, Louise, I'm, this guy. I'm kind of into it. Okay, you know? we got a scraggly tree, which yeah, I love. Scraggly brown, and uh, you know we might have mentioned that last week. That's one of my f- parents' family traditions. True. They have pretty uh, historically untraditional trees. Been it going. So we chopped ours down locally, mm-hmm. backyard local. And it uh, looks uh, great. We have a, a gnome, a Santa gnome on the top. Not a star or an angel. Keeping that non-traditional as well. Crushing it. Nice job. And we do have a uh, a newborn photo ornament from our kid a year ago. So I think we'll get another ornament up this year at one. And then maybe that's a new tradition. Yeah. Just have, you know, the every year you take a photo, chuck that, it up there. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. So. I like memorabilia stuff like that, you know. Start it up. Claim the idea as your own. Fine. We'll do. Okay, what do you got? You're looking, you're looking at your notes. What do you got? Well, no, I think uh, we should definitely, like, put a bow on our dadition segment. Okay, just, yeah. You know, say what we're going to do. Good, good. What do you think? So w- here's what we're going to do. Let me tell you. Tell me. We're going to start. I'm going to add push-ups. You're going to add push-ups? I forgot to talk about this, but I'm going to add push-ups. Okay. Because I don't, you know, I want to see some gains here. And right now I'm walking down the stairs. I'm getting a little booby jiggle. But yeah. it's, you know, I want it, I want gains. Yep. So uh, I'm going to add 25 push-ups that's, for gains. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'll add, I'll add that too. I was kind of thinking about doing, you know, minimum 100 a day, 1,000 mm-hmm. a week. Oh, because I, like I get I did nine hundred this week and right. I I could you know it's not that hard yeah I'm I'm just gonna do one twenty five all right I'll do that with you fine I'll, I'll do one twenty five thank with you. you we'll keep it the same solidarity all right you're right so hundred twenty five pushups let's add some abs come on it's I feel like we're adding too much let's Luke. add a lot <laughs> I want steaks next week one of how us how many is, abs? one of us is failing how many abs 
50. 50 crunches? 50 whatevers. Okay. Crunches, cherry pickers, well, whatever. Uh, 125 push-ups. We're still Let's do 100 and 100. You are killing me. I just wish I could list these off. Okay, 125, 100, okay. 60, <laughs> 30, 1. Zero. What's your zero this video week? Video games. I'm not playing anymore. I'm adding video games. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be able to play a game when I want. Okay. So I'm adding it back in. I'm willing to take something else out of my life. I don't know what, though. Yeah. Maybe I'll just keep video games off for now so I don't need to take away ice cream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll do another week. No video games. I mean, I got to get shit done around the house. I can't be playing video games. Right. Okay. So we are at, for those of you that couldn't keep track of that, I couldn't myself, so I had to write them down. We are at 125 push-ups, 100 crunches, 60 ounces of water, 30 minutes of reading, one thing done around the house, zero video games. Love it. Love it. List it. Deditions. Segment complete. Here we go. How are you feeling about that? What? Are you nervous about anything? Um, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Again, I have a lot of free time. That's so true. I'm. I got one more week of full works, full workload, and then I'm pretty close to. That's true. Pretty close to being out of it for a little while. Much needed break, and uh, yeah, got a lot of stuff to do in the meantime. Before you want to hear my prediction? Work. Yeah, there ain't no way you're getting crunches done. You don't think so? No way in hell. <laughs> They're I not mean, like push-ups. It takes a bit longer. Does it? Yeah. Why? What? Why? Uh, I don't know. I I just feel like you would be taking more time. Like I would be taking more time. No. This feels like a personal attack. (laughs) No, I feel like crunches. I don't know, man. We'll see how it goes. Maybe put a timer on it. Give an update next week. I'm getting it done, and it's going to suck. I might intentionally fail on the last day so I can bring steak. Mm. I thought the deal was that if we both did it, our wives were going to bring a steak. Yeah, but uh, how'd that go for you? Not very well f- on my side. Yeah, it didn't work for me either. Um, so I think chops will work. We had the chops. Chops will work. I think we should change it. I think steak is if we if we do it, we get steak, and if not, we have to eat like like vegan on Monday night. Fine. Okay. I love vegan food. You do? It's not a punishment for me. Yeah, I actually eat plant based once a week when I go over to my parents. There you go. My mom would get insulted if I said vegan. She would say something like, don't attach an ideology to my diet. I love that. But, I mean, she's a phenomenal cook, so it's all good yeah. and spicy and awesome. It all tastes good. Um, yeah, so there you go. It's settled. Next Monday, we will eat no meat mm-hmm. if we do not complete our challenge. I feel like that is extra motivation. I think that's perfect. Okay. Awesome job. What if one of us does it and the other one doesn't? Just sides. Whoever just, you gotta watch the other one. You'll watch the other person eat a steak. Yeah. Okay, I'm into that. Yeah. All right, I love that. Cool. Cool. Well, let's nail down. Let's move on. Okay. From so we were gonna do from the wives, but we got a lot of fan feedback this week, which was awesome. So great to hear from everybody. And um, the most popular thing they said was too much wives. Yeah, too much wives. They said we're gonna ask you guys questions instead. Exactly, and uh, it's it's also nice because um, we can give the wives a break. You know. Well-deserved. Well-deserved break for yep. the ladies. Mm-hmm. Great mothers, both of you. Um, so our first fan 
shout out is to Trey from North Carolina. Trey hey, is a, Trey. Trey is a stage two brand new dad. He and his wife are due in February. So just a reminder, stage two is after stage one, which is we doing this thing, and stage two is the pee stick. Correct. So he is a planning future father. Exactly. And I think his email said soon to be stage three. Love it. So he's almost at the it's happening. His question. Brilliant. So does Dom not kiss his girlfriend? <laughs> like ever? Why not? Would love to hear more about that. We uh we might have to have Eric, our producer, cut in the clip from last week just to get anybody up to speed. Eric, why don't you had to cut that in right? <laughs> Welcome back. Okay, so say the question again. What what is it? Why don't so, you kiss her? Do you not kiss her? So does her? Dom not kiss his girlfriend like ever? Why not? Would love to hear more about that. Well, I I like to answer first, but that sounds like it's directed yeah, at I you. Yeah, I think so too. So what you got? Um, you know, I was really hoping that our um our producer would have cut that segment completely, but uh, I just you know I got I got word jumbled and I just you know misspoke. Um, that's not to say that it's it is it is sort of accurate. I do kiss my girlfriend when you need to. I think yes, I think that is what I said. But I do kiss her. <laughs> to answer your first question. <laughs> it is not as frequently as most, I would say. Um, I would say that we are not very affectionate people in general. I asked her today why do, why we like why is it that uh, you know we don't kiss? And she said we have other ways to show each other that we love each other. Okay. And I said that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know it is that. Um, so I just think that you know. Her and I don't need reassurances of how we feel about one another. Mm. So, you know, I think we could go, you know, two weeks without maybe smooching on the lips, which to us is like, it doesn't, it's meaningless, you know, so that, and it makes the times we do kiss that much better. So we do kiss it. They're just few and far between. And uh, that is all I'd say on it. Well, what I have to say is coming from someone who does kiss my companion quite often uh, hearing what you just said, I feel yet again personally attacked. Why? You, I feel like you think that we are lying about our love <laughs> by by showing it to the world to convince ourselves. I don't. I'm not meaning it that way. I'm attacked. I don't feel okay. So if if anybody else feels that way, let me clear things. We're up. gonna do a Twitter poll. I just think that we could. You know, her and I are just, we're very much on the same page about how we feel about each other. And What do you think is the longest amount of time that you guys have gone without kissing each other? Dude. When was the last time you kissed her? So, uh, I mean, between this week and last, I feel like we've kissed a ton because of, you know, we <laughs> both listened to the pod. <laughs> and uh, I've been laying it on her. Just, okay. You know, just to prove I still got okay. it. But what do, you th- it. what do you think is the record for the longest amount of time? Dude. I mean... Like two we'll weeks? Ha- we'll have Eric cut it out. Two, two weeks? Two weeks yeah. without a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why that's an issue. I think a lot of people kiss like when they say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I might, this might be a little bit of recency bias where like we haven't kissed because we don't say goodbye haven't to each been other. Leaving. That's we true. are literally around each other all the time. That's fair. So, so, you know, those signs of affection, maybe, you know, they're just, again, they are few and far between, but. 
they when we do kiss, it makes it that much better for us. I would say. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there, that's why it always leads to. I never said that either. I think that's that's not true. I'm just that's going off what the listeners are yeah. saying. You know, I'm just this is all feedback. You know, I had so much planned to say, and I don't think I got it off my chest. I don't think this this issue will ever be resolved. Keep going. No. Keep saying it. I'd I, not. I think you're helping your cause. You're. I'm not. <laughs> all you need to know is that we yes we do kiss, and we love each other, and we love our child. There so, you go, Trey. Trey. Buzz off. Uh, no, don't buzz off. Buzz on, Trey. Thank you for the email. Keep <laughs> well, it up. We love we love hearing from you. It was an awesome back and forth that we had. Please keep it up. Um, Have you had more connection with Trey recently than your wife? No. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, the last week we've been smooth. Oh right, I forgot. You're yeah. Compensating. Anyway, right. moving yeah. on. Yeah. So uh, this next from the fan um, comes from Mike from Northern Vermont. He's also in stage two and is also expecting in February. Look at that. Congratulations, Mike. Go, Mike. Um, Buzz on. Mike is wondering, what are some habits that you feel like you need to break because you don't want to pass them on to your kid? Um, His example of this is he's a dessert fiend. Mm. And he, you know, wants to start eating healthy desserts. So that's maybe what his kid might be into. Okay. Good question, Mike. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start, I, and I'm going to, yeah, I, I have a tendency to, uh, not finish things. And sometimes it's from, uh, laziness. Sometimes it's from this kind of idealistic, possibly false notion of being a perfectionist but something will just be like the amount of woodworking projects that i've just burned after they're done because i don't like them is i mean the percentage it's mostly that on my pie chart um so i would i would hope that i can change that and lead by example and get my kids to just do their best put their name on it and be okay with the product that they put out at that time and place. And then if there's something wrong with it, just move forward, get better, and try to be better next time. I love that. I mean, that that speaks a lot to me. You know, I, I love I love that. I, I, th- I think that is something that I'd love to change of myself as well um, and something that I'd like to pass on to my kid. Um, for me, I think the just being present – putting your phone down and that's going to be my number one thing. It's just having her growing up in a place where we're not on our phones constantly. I think that that might translate to maybe her not being so dependent on this cell phone Mm -hmm. and like the social medias where, you know, that instant gratification, which is so addictive to kids, you know, I just want and adults. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, uh, I would just want, you know, to just be be more present mm-hmm. and just kind of maybe lay off the social medias yep. so that in the hopes that she wouldn't get. So what's the best way to attack that? Because just telling your kid like, hey, you don't want to be doing that. You want to be playing Scrabble with mm-hmm. us. Like it's not going to work. Not going to work. Like how do you how do you combat something that is engineered by some of the smartest people in the world to grab you? Yeah. It I I mean, 
if you got any answers, I'd love to hear. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I, w- I would just do like a, just lead by example type thing, mm-hmm. um, where you know, just again putting my phone down, not not having that around her as much, even from this yep. young age, and um, just trying to avoid her having her at with times where she's locked in on a screen yeah you know so do you regimen it do you say like you know no at dinner like none of us are going to be on our phones or is it i think that's a good principle to have for sure yeah yeah um i love that because that's something that we've been talking about and we battle it ourselves like beck and i jokingly say to each other be present quite often when we're both on our phones mm-hmm. it's basically just whoever closes the app first and says be present like yeah. gets the the point because we both been just mindlessly scrolling through instagram for however long at that point um so i'm with you that's that's something i'm worried about uh because it's not only the time sucking nature of those things like that that addiction to those instant gratification mm-hmm. things like you were talking it's about real that is just poisonous for the rest of the world because it's like, how do you get somebody to invest their time and effort into something that might take a week or a year or a four year degree? Like, Mm -hmm. how do you, how do you get them to want to work towards something that's so far away when they've been totally trained to only operate off this reward system of bright colors Mm -hmm. that come instantly? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Listeners, yeah. <laughs> Listeners, let us know. Help us out. Love to hear from you guys on this topic. Um, and that's something that I think like this generation of, of parents is going to have a hard time with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be an issue. Our parents probably would think that they've also had a hard time with it because I would like, like we were the first generation to come up with the internet, mm-hmm. you know, dial tone, internet, whatever. Yeah. It, it was still like, it was a new thing. And now, by the time we're having kids now, everybody knows it's so constant and readily available. And on the phone, this is a whole new animal. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's it's going to be tough. I think, like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, one of the things I might try to do is just try to teach inner confidence and, like, tell them that they're beautiful every day type mm-hmm. thing without being too corny about it. Because you know, yeah. she's going to get to an age where she's like, all right, dude. Yeah, I'm right. tired of hearing that. So you just like say it, kiss them on the mouth, say it again. <laughs> no, but I just think that just building an, an inner confidence at a younger mm-hmm. age might help. Yeah, where they're not looking for that instant gratification later on down the road. Yeah, and I think also kind of teaching them like the lay of the land, like the rules of the internet. You know, mm-hmm. let them know like people are going to be more aggressive, they're going to be more confident, they're going to be fake. On like you just. You have to not take uh, anything Mm -hmm. on face value, you know, and kind of just let them know that early. I think that's kind of going to be a parenting policy that we have for most everything is just be real. Let them know what's coming and that it's some of it's scary and hard to decipher and that they can come to us at any time with a question. But, you know, we want them to figure it out for themselves, but just be wary because there's some danger out there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But that's a tough one. It is a tough one. And I, you know, I don't think there's any perfect answer for this. No. I think you're just, you know, 
as long as you're thinking about it and being conscious, I feel like you're going to do a great job. Yeah, I think so too. And I don't think like parental locks and stuff like is going to work. They don't work. Yeah, so that's not the route. Yeah. We don't support that. But yeah, tough one. Yeah. We'll get back to you. We will. Give us 20 years. Yes, perfect. Yeah, let us know um, <laughs> if you're still wondering. Um, so this next from the fan comes from another Mike down in South Carolina. <laughs> Uh, Mike is, as of August, a stage four brand new dad. Congratulations, Mike. Welcome. And is wondering if we could talk about how, as a father, there's higher expectations to be involved compared to previous generations. He feels this is due in part to most households having both parents working. He's wondering, he's hoping that uh, we'd expand on that and add our plans to balance and share the responsibilities as a partnership. Okay. Awesome question. A couple things to unpack. Um, you're, I think, spot on the nose for uh, the reason behind this shared responsibility now. Mm-hmm. It's 100% Agreed. due to women working more and they're needing to be some spread in the responsibility. As much faith as I have in every human, I'm not sure the men of the world would have just offered up their time and made the sacrifice uh, to help out had there not been this push. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad that it's happening because, you know, blah, 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 women, blah, blah, you know. No, all jokes aside, um, I love it. I love it too. It's a welcome thing for me, a welcome, uh, you know, expectation yeah. to be involved. Yeah. I love it. I want to do it. Yeah, me too. And it's cool that it's uh, comfortable now mm-hmm. because... I've always been such a sucker for peer pressure that I don't know that I would, as much as I love my kid, I don't know that I would have like, you know, stepped outside of the box and, Mm -hmm. you know, volunteered to be a stay at home dad, which I'm still hoping to sometime do (laughs) Beck, please make $500,000 a year so that I can do it (laughs) or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I, I love it. And it's definitely, uh, it's also cool to have that balance with your partner. You know, mm-hmm. when you're both going through that struggle of having to be at work because mm-hmm. that also sucks. You know, I mean, I'm sure in the past there are plenty of dads that had to go to work and hated it and wanted to be home and wanted to be a parent and they didn't get to. So it sucks uh, to be in that situation. So it's nice to have somebody that is with you and has to go through the same thing. Yeah, I agree. How do you um, how do you plan to balance um, and share their responsibility going forward? Mm, good question, Dom. Um, I think uh, we've already got a good balance, mm-hmm. and we have a wonderful support cast for daycare and help with pickup. And Beck and I both have fairly, um, I don't want to say flexible work schedules because I'm not sure our bosses would agree that there is flexibility Mm -hmm. in our work schedule, but we are just such disastrous schedulers and so late to everything all the time that there's some implied flexibility with uh, our our time at work. Um, But I think we both do a good job of making it up and um, hopefully our employers feel the same way. So I think at this point, we just keep doing what we're doing and Mm -hmm. uh, having the other person step up when they need to, because that's that's how we've been operating. It's I need to work late. 
mm-hmm. can you take care of everything? Yep. What about you? Um, yeah, no, I think Z and I have always had two jobs, uh, both of us. And one thing for us coming into this is, you know, we had to plan, are we both going to be able to keep those two jobs? Ultimately, uh, she kept hers and I got rid of mine, which, uh, which was fine. And, and I was needing a change anyway. So, you know, um, right now it's a little difficult with her on maternity leave. It's a little different. So I, you know, I, and, and Mike and I spoke about this and it was like, when you work all day long, you're then going to come home. I don't have to come home. Fortunately, I don't have a commute, but you then, you know, have to go upstairs or come home and then you're, you're then on dad duty. Right. So you kind of have like a full-time job on top of a full-time job, mm-hmm. um, which is a little bit of a struggle, but we've been sharing that balance pretty well. I feel, um, I think she knows that I've been working all day and, and we'll take the baby, you know, she's not just handing her over to me as soon as I'm done. Yeah. Thing. A little transition time. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, the reason why I've had such so much alone time with the baby recently was because Z had this second job. So, And she's back at it. She is. She's grinding. You have a, a one-month one old, old, yeah. one old yeah. and she's back at her other job. Yeah, working at a restaurant. She's an animal. She is an animal. <laughs> yeah, she's great. And uh, see, I mean, this is what... Going back to the kissing thing, I know, and this was a great <laughs> topic. Thank you, Mike, for the topic. You know, we're going to have time to spend with each other when we're retired. We're going to have time to kiss when we're retired. Okay. Let us. This is the person staying up all night saying, I'll sleep when I'm dead. This is you and Z's relationship where you're just like, we'll kiss when we're 80. Exactly. Yeah. You know, I think we, we have other priorities right now. And that's the grind away and just make a good life for us and our family. So. I don't know how that connects to kissing. It doesn't, but uh, it does. It connects in the way that you're fishing for an excuse uh, that people can relate to. I don't think anybody's buying it. I okay. think the world is still very curious about the goings-ons, yeah. as they say. Maybe on a later episode, I'll be able to go into that a little Honestly, bit more. Honestly, I think we need to have Z on. I don't think so. To get to the bottom of this. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I I think the the reservoir of information on this topic mm-hmm. from you, I think, has run dry. <laughs> I think so, too. I think we need some more input. Yeah, agreed. And uh, listeners, let us know. If you want to hear it from straight from the tap, we'll get her on. And uh, and we'll get to the bottom of it. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having having Beck on for a little segment as well. And uh, she has been uh, dodging it. Okay. I've brought it up a couple times. She does not want to do it. What's what is there to lose? Yeah, I I don't know. I think maybe if we, what if we let them pick the additions for the next week? I like that. If they come on, I really like that. All right, you heard it here, wives. Yeah. Okay. So thank you again to uh, Trey, Mike, and Mike for your messages. Yeah. Uh, Keep them coming, listeners. And uh, thanks again to those three. Uh, Great questions. Yeah. And again, our contact information is uh, brandnewdadpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Twitter at brandnewdadpod. And uh, I'm taking over the Twitter. I've been waiting. I've been asking you to. (laughs) Literally begging you to take over the Twitter. 
I'm going to have to, you have to show me how to download the app, but yep. then I'll be able to do it. Yeah, get your tweeter on. Get my tweets going. Um, yeah, so we're going to be probably, you'll see us trending here pretty soon. I think Twitter. so. I've we're, been throwing the hashtags out there, but I haven't gotten any bites yet. So, guys, start using the hashtag brand new dad. Love it. It's a, it's a wonderful hashtag. So, let's move on to our product reviews, shall we? Sure. Okay, what do you got for me? Okay, uh, I have, this is kind of a generic product review. Um, uh, we have a couple different basketball hoops in my living room, little kid basketball hoops. And like one is the classic looking like Fisher Price one. And the other one's a little bit smaller. Can't think of the brand for this product review, but has a soccer goal underneath it and a lot of fun buttons and uh, lights up and talks to you. Says you're amazing when you make shots. It counts how many you made. It's it's pretty building self confidence. So yes, and it also is building other things because the like put it in like make it make bet like put it in the hoop like that is a very useful skill for a one year old to have because they're gonna make a mess and if you can get them to like put the crayons back in mm-hmm. the box or put the blocks back in the basket. Uh, they will definitely be able to learn that from using a little miniature basketball hoop. So I would say get one pretty much as soon as your kid is walking around, they'll be able to grab a ball and drop it into a basket. And if it's something that lights up, that's awesome. If not just light up as a parent and be amazed. Um, but that is uh, something that you should encourage. It's a skill that will translate to a bunch of other stuff that's awesome. And it will eventually translate into the phrase, put it back, which Nora knows now. Nice. And, uh, it, I mean, that's that's super handy because then when she's got something that she doesn't uh, isn't supposed to have, you can tell her to put it back instead of taking it from her and having her slap you across the face. <laughs> so now she'll walk over, put it back, and then be super excited that she did something correct. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, get a basketball hoop, learn to shoot some threes from across the room, sitting down, Got to. and also teach your kids some very useful shit. Nice. That was a great product review. <sighs> Thank you. Yeah, mine... Shout out to the Boppy Nursing Pillow. Ooh. You're going to have one. You need one. You want two. You need two. Yep. One for upstairs, one for downstairs. And and it is helpful because essentially you can hold your baby without even holding them. You can be close to them without putting strain on anything. Putting, You know, I've had a lot of problems with my back lately because you're kind of trying to lean back all the time to see mm-hmm. the baby's face. If, if she's sleeping and you can just kind of slide her down onto that boppy nursing pillow that things around your waist you're in good shape my friend it's the best she can sleep on you without you you know straining anything i'll tell you what when you're like a newborn parent and you're in that phase where like you're always sort of moving the baby around and they're always in your arms it does feel like you're always on the clock and when you get them in that boppy Mm -hmm. oh man it's awesome and you can move that thing around with yeah. them like sleeping in it. It doesn't phase them, oh, doesn't yeah. wake them up. It's amazing. Great. Yeah. So the Boppy Nursing Pillow. Yeah. You, if you got one, get two. Yeah. All right. So 
product well, review done. Product review done. Um, honestly, we gotta we gotta get cooking. Um, we gotta cook for my wife here tonight as well, and I think we're pretty close to the hour mark. But I did want to talk to you. It is the Christmas season. It is. I know we're pretty far away from this. Yeah. But I thought we should just explore Santa mm-hmm. and all the things attached to it and belief systems and sure. when you uh when you pull the plug when you pull the plug yeah so uh for us i'm thinking santa's gonna be a real thing mm-hmm. uh we're gonna we're gonna bring santa on meaning I'm, we're gonna tell her about santa and uh I, I just don't want to build her up to the point where she's like brokenhearted if she finds out that santa's not real so i think telling her around five or six might be is when we when we pull the plug on santa mm. but we're still gonna write down santa is that I still early get gifts from this santa. comes back to us not knowing when anything happens True. like in adolescent life that seems early to me i just feel like when they start going to school when's that five kindergarten all right i had this kid he could not wait to tell me as soon as he found out that Santa wasn't real. It just shattered me. I was in second grade. Okay. <laughs> I was in 12th grade. <laughs> so that's something that I worry about. I don't want to tell my kid that Santa's not real and then have them go like make a bunch of kids cry at school. Yeah, your kid would do that. My kid would do that. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's another tough one. That is another tough one. And but, and we're so far away from that point to be able to... In all reality, somebody will accidentally break the news to our kid long before we can... I mean, like, they're going to be on some freaking social media thing mm-hmm. and see something. Freaking social media. <sighs> God. I don't know what to do. Me either. I think there's no way we're not bringing Santa into her life. You have to. I just think that we got to be real careful when we pull that plug. So let me ask you this, because it's kind of a parallel. Um, Are you, and we can have Eric cut this out if you don't want any of this Mm -hmm. on there. Are you planning on doing like a baptism? Are you guys going to church? Like, is God going to be the ultra Santa? What's going on? Um, We're definitely going to do a baptism. And I'll just leave it at that. I think, um, yeah. For sure, baptism. Just you know, we haven't done one already because the whole COVID thing. Yeah. I think as soon as that's done, I think we're gonna do it for sure. Baptism is pragmatic. I like it because it's like the whole thing. We're like, oh, if your baby dies before they're baptized, they're going to hell. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, but better play it safe. Yeah. You know, I mean, <laughs> what if? Um, as usual. Uh, which has led up to a couple unplanned pregnancies. Mm-hmm. We're not playing it safe. Um, I I have been uh, the standalone non-religious person in Becky's world, mm-hmm. which I don't think has been a bad thing because I, I, I like when people get along and have challenges and disagreements. Um, I don't really have a problem with any of the essential core values of religion. There's just some auxiliary stuff that bothers me. But uh, what I told her was like, I don't want to send her down a path. I want her to do what she wants to. And I want her to think what she wants and believe what she wants. And Mm -hmm. as long as it's not super harmful, I'm not going to have a problem with it. So if when she's five, she wants to go to church every day and be baptized, like 
that's fine. Mm-hmm. I'll go with her. But I don't want to set her into a sequence of events where there's pressure every step along the way. And there was, uh, Beck's family has been awesome about it um, because I know it's not what they want. Um, and I hope they are with us the whole way and they they should trust that we are going to stick to that because I, I, I do believe that if anything changes along the way in my perspective or if she's really excited about it and if they want to take her to church it's not a problem mm-hmm. i mean she's already gone it's, yeah you know she didn't tell me much about it but um we're gonna we're gonna do whatever she wants to do mm-hmm. you know and as long as she's safe and doing what she wants i have no problem with anything so that's gonna be our policy for santa too you know we're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be uh you know if by the time she's 12 13 she says i want to believe in santa i'll start you know pushing that narrative okay i mean no i'm just kidding we're obviously gonna do santa we love christmas we're gonna we're gonna do everything santa and everything else yeah and uh yeah yeah i get where you're coming from i just yeah for me i think the baptism is just something that you just you just do, mm-hmm. and then I'm totally for, you know, you can decide from there type deal. Mm. Um, but, you know, ultimately that leads to a kid not wanting to wake up on Sundays, so you don't go to church. So, Yeah, I mean, I don't want to wake up on Sundays. That's also, that was a factor in our, in our conversation, as selfish as it might sound um, to those who are operating the afterlife. We, Becky works on Saturdays, mm-hmm. so... That's a dadder day. It's awesome. I love it. But the only day of the week that we have all day, start to finish, yep. together as a family is Sunday. And we've been loving it. Mm-hmm. So maybe one of those things that we love about it is going to church by the end of this thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, um, you know, that is like a very small factor in the decision making. Um, mostly it's just about thinking about what the wonderful values of religion are and making sure that we incorporate all of those things into our lives because yeah. I think I think we already hold those things sacred honestly so love it yeah yeah what do you uh what do you want to close with because I think I got a dad like joke you got a dad yeah joke? <laughs> give the people what they want ready <clears throat> I ran out of toilet paper the other day so I've been having to use lettuce leaves. Today is just the tip of the iceberg. Tomorrow remains to be seen.